Prepare yourself for the weird, the gory, and downright nasty things found on VHS. Good luck, scum. Welcome back to episode 142 of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I am Mike. I'm here with Grizz, and we're back with a very interesting, very <laughs> musical, and very nude movie. Oh, nice. The Nudist Colony of the Dead. I like that lead-in. That was good. Yeah. I almost sung it, but sang it, <laughs> sung it, but I decided that, been, that uh, made the me listeners... So happy. Yeah, well, the listeners have to put up with about an hour of this usually, so you know, I don't think they need to deal with any more torture. Uh, we've we've probably never covered a musical on this podcast, right? I can't think of one that we've done. <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah, I can't imagine that we would ever be able. To, this is like the only one I think that would even fit, to be honest with you. Can you think of anything that we've done that's like even remotely musical? No, or a musical? Not at all. Does anybody? At- I mean, there's been great music in a lot of the things that we cover as far as soundtracks and things like that go, but nothing that uh, features the cast themselves singing or performing music. Well, that's not true, because if you look at some of the rock and roll horror movies that we've covered, yeah, people are are musical. Are those considered musicals? I wouldn't. Oh, man, that's that's a tough call. I mean, they have music in them that is performed by people so that's a key element to musicals right yeah i mean i'm sure somebody's screaming at the like the thing that's not a musical it's like all right relax buddy uh you've never seen miss saigon apparently i mean i can't i can't really picture things like uh like rock and roll nightmare or something like that or like rocktober blood like is that really a musical well, my favorite you know? musical is Black Roses, and uh, that, yeah, that's well, that's because like rocks, yeah. Izzy Borden, baby. Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> you said that's the best uh, rock slash metal horror soundtrack, right? For me, that's the my Black favorite Roses one. one. That that's my See? favorite rock metal horror movie. Uh, that's my favorite soundtrack. It's it's fucking rules. I feel like that's kind of a controversial thing. Because everybody's always like, oh, Rocktober Blood or Trick or Treat. Yeah, you know what I mean? Rocktober's the I, weakest I, out of all of them. I agree. I think Trick or Treat is probably the most, for me at least, like I could put that soundtrack on and it doesn't feel like I'm listening to a movie soundtrack. You know what I mean? Like I like the, the music as is. Fast Lane, right? Yeah. No, and- fast Way. Fast Way. <laughs> Fast way, I could say, yeah, fast way, and, and I agree that one's definitely got a great soundtrack. Uh, but the movie itself, for me, is kind of—I don't know—it's it's not my favorite story. It feels oh, kind don't of, let EK hear that. I know, <laughs> Ernie. I'm sorry, bud. But uh, but for me, like another one that's really great as far as like the actual story—not the best in the music department, but the actual story is a lot of fun. Shock 'em Dead. I fucking love that movie, dude. 
I feel like that's a, I guess, an overlooked one, right? Most people don't oh, really yeah, totally. consider it. What year was that? Was that towards the tail end? Yeah, that's a 90s movie, actually. Yeah, I was going to say that's slightly newer, so people probably don't really lump it in with everything else anyway. You know, everybody thinks 80s, so they think, you know, trick or treat and all that sort of I shit. I just love the but... whole, like, you know, nerd turned into a guitar god through black magic and shit. It's, it's fucking awesome. It's a great like story. death metal zombies. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a lot of stinkers that the people really get into. Like, they like that fucking hard rock nightmare or whatever it is, or rock and roll nightmare. What, what was the name of that one? With, like, the horror. Well, both of those, the, both of those movies are a thing. Oh, well, I'm talking about, like, the really bad one with that guy with the fucking, with like. John Michael Thor, whatever yeah, his name is. Yeah, he's got the weird crotch piece on and shit. Yeah, that, that movie's garbage. <laughs> I don't like it. Do you see my cod piece? Yeah, yeah that, that's all that movie's like. I feel like he just made that movie so he could highlight his fancy cod piece that he made. Hey, you know, sometimes you gotta just... You highlight it, you gotta show it off, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show it if you got it, you know? <laughs> but I agree with you. Oh, there are really it. a lot of stinkers. And I feel like people give him a lot more credit because it's like a horror movie, too. You know, they give it that leniency. Oh, it's good because it's horror. Like, not always. Yeah, and a, a majority of people did not see these movies as kids because these a lot of this stuff was never shown on TV. You know what I mean? This was stuff that you would have had to rent, and I don't really remember seeing many of these movies in you know my local uh, mom and pop shop or even like Hollywood Video or whatever. I don't remember ever seeing like Trick or Treat there. You yeah, know? you had to have a pretty cool like mom and pop shop. Some somebody who was like you know the owner was into horror to get you know some pretty cool titles and stuff like that. I was lucky yeah. in the sense that I had a place like that, but you weren't gonna find any of this stuff at like you know your chain store rental places back in the day and stuff. I mean they they did carry some weird horror, but I think it was a lot of low budget stuff. And but even as a kid, I mean, were you really even as a kid who was into horror? When you're going to rent a horror movie as a child, you know you're gonna go with the mainstream shit. That you heard your friends at school talk about. You're gonna go get a Friday the Thirteenth. You're gonna go get a fucking exactly. Halloween. You know, you're not you're not gonna go get something like you know Rocktober Blood. I mean, it, it might look cool, but <laughs> you're not gonna pick that shit up at the time. I mean, actually, you you might pick up Rocktober Blood because of the cover. Oh, the dude with the fucking jacket and the cool mask and shit. Yeah. That's the that, best part about the movie it, is the fucking cover yeah, of it. But something like Rock and Roll Nightmare, like as as a kid, I wouldn't have picked that up. I would have went for something <laughs> more like visually You're stimulating. Like, oh, this, you know what I mean? This dude really does it for me. I'm going to read this bad boy well, right now. Well, here's, here's the thing. Like when you were, were a kid, or at least us, like our age group and older, you didn't have the internet or anything. You had Fangoria and all shit like that. Like you were lucky. Uh, Gore Zone, which was an offshoot, right? Uh, the, that was the only way you were finding out about movies. Or, you know, the coming attractions on this tape. Or you heard somebody at school talk about this one. So when you went to go rent something, you had to be absolutely sure that the movie you were picking was going to be worth it. Right? So That's a great you point. You never... You never took a movie that was like borderline, like, I don't know, this may not like be too crazy. You know what I mean? Like you, you got movies where you just knew that like there was going to be guts and gore and all sorts of crazy shit. You know what I mean? Like you were going to take like the Evil Dead movies. You were going to take the Friday the 13th because you knew that stuff was going on deliver. in those movies. Confirmed. Yeah. 
And one thing is, like, some of these, like, metal slash rock slash whatever horror crossovers, like, they're they're usually pretty tame. You know what I mean? Like, they're, oh, they're never not, yeah. really they're never like, like a, crazy. Never, like, a gore fucking soaked, you know, extravaganza, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, and, and things like darkness and stuff, that's just part of the soundtrack. That really has nothing yeah, yeah, to even do not. with the story. You know what I mean? That's a lot of things. But I think you make a but, good point where it's like uh, we live in, a, in this like you know day and age where we have everything at our fingertips, so we could start a movie we haven't seen. Oh, this is fucking garbage! I'm gonna turn it off and put something else on because it's immediately available. And I think people kind of lose the sense and that appreciation for having to go to the video store and be like, I got to make a choice, and I got to fucking stick with it. Because whatever yeah. I bring home, these are the fucking two or three movies that I'm going to watch this weekend. And I, there's no, you know, mom ain't driving me back over here because I think it's a fucking stinker. <laughs> you know, she's, I'm lucky enough. The parents are getting me this R-rated horror movie to begin with. Yep. Yeah, my parents never really cared. They let me rent whatever. But, like, sometimes, also, you were renting these movies, and you would get home, and the tracking would be terrible, right? The tape would just get, just not work. It's like, fuck. There's always the popular ones, too, that you were renting because everybody fucking rented them and ruined them. Yeah, yeah. Or it was like, oh, I rented this movie that was released on tape in 1982, and it's the same tape that's been circulating since 1982. <laughs> you know, it's a little worn out, maybe. So, dude, I'll never forget, like, every time just being so disappointed. And you would watch the movie anyway. You had no choice. And then you'd be like, shit, this is a terrible experience, right? Oh, that's what I'm saying. You had to live with it. Like, I've, dude, I've sat through so many movies that I, I wish I, it was torture at points. But yep. you know what? You fucking sat through them and you watched them. Because that was all you had. You had that in the fucking four yep. or five channels you had on TV to watch. Side note, just in defense of VHS tapes, nothing is worse than getting a scratch DVD and it won't even fucking play beyond a certain point. You oh. know what I mean? Like you would just game over. Happened six minutes into the movie and it just stuck. <laughs> so was there ever uh, like a tape in your collection as a kid or that your family owned or whatever uh, that you it was like your favorite tape that you watched so much that you personally burned the tape out or that like you ruined it that it would just like it was so like the tracking was bad and shit like that from yourself. You know what? The only time I ever really had that happen was I had like, you know, back then you didn't have money to go get blank tape. So like you would have one tape, you know what I mean? And it was like your tape. Oh yeah. And it, and you it recorded would just everything on. Dude, over and over you were, because at that age, you know, at that age, I wasn't able to stay up to watch like South Park when it was on. Oh, totally. I had it recorded. I would set the VCR and record it and I would watch it before I went to fucking elementary school. <laughs> get delinquent. You know what I mean? So Freshen you your use, mind for the day at school, though. That was the best way yeah. to watch it. <laughs> yeah, or you would like tape like, oh, I'm going to tape Nitro or I'm going to tape Raw or whatever, and I'm going to watch the other one. But you would just fucking recycle it over and over and over, and eventually the tape would just fucking like look like shit. The sound would be terrible. Oh, yeah. You would have... 16 different cuts of like TV before the, before shows the thing and, started <laughs> and then it would like start something else you know what I mean 
you just have, you would just seize up for a second, then it would start like fucking Pee Wee's Playhouse or whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever was on before. I love that yeah. shit, dude. <laughs> what about you? Do you have anything like that? Uh, I mean, I had like, dude, it's so stupid. I had the tape that I burnt out, and my dad got mad about it too because it was like his favorite tape, and it was like a Three Stooges tape that had like three different episodes, and one was my favorite. Uh, what the fuck was it? I think it was called something to do with it was like King Tut. Oh, I think it was like We Want Our Mummy. I think was the name of the fucking the skit. And it was all about like the three stooges finding like the Egyptian tomb and cursed and shit. Dude, it was great. And I burnt That's that so fucker funny. out so bad. It was unwatchable. And like my dad like forever tried to find another copy of this stupid three stooges tape, but to no avail. I think it's, if I dude, was, if I bring up Three Stooges now, that motherfucker will still give me shit about that tape to yeah, this day. It's like you still owe me one. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, that Dad. fucking mummy tape. Yeah, it's like I, I bought you this DVD that has <laughs> six hundred episodes on. Yeah, it. I'm, I'm sure, sure it's, it's on there. there. Give it a look, pops. <laughs> I feel like watching the Three Stooges is like taking a Xanax. <laughs> like he just like. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great comparison. Holy fuck! Start drooling after a while, <laughs> but. Let's circle back, all the way back, to musicals. Yes. Which our movie this week is, Nudist Colony of the Dead. Now, I've heard of this tape. I've seen it around. It's now quite expensive. Grizz is a huge fan, and he's always telling me, like, like dude, you got to watch this movie. You yeah, got to see it. You got to find it. You got to watch it. Finally, you got me to watch it this week. And this one was released in 1991. I couldn't get an exact release date because this was released direct to video, right? Yeah. There was definitely wasn't no like theater release on this. Gym. Yeah. Uh, it was shot on Super 8. I confirmed. I looked up the cameras that they used to shoot it. They were Super 8 cameras. So I guess when they process it, they that's what the process is called. The one, uh, uh, the ones, what was it? Uh, oh. Like beta cam, whatever. Like it must yeah. be how they print it from... You know the roles. I, who the fuck knows? I'm not that sort of technical person. But it's I'm Super a, Eight. I'm an audio guy. Shout yeah, out Super eight. eight. And you could tell. You yeah, know, totally. it looks very Super Eight. It's very dark sometimes. I think the director. How do you say his last name? Piero. Piero. Piero? Yes. He even says that like that's one of the regrets from that movie is that it's so dark. And you know, shooting Super Eight very hard. It's very hard. The lighting is very difficult to gauge. Right. It's. It's like I feel like it's a dark. A, film format anyways to be like darker than like you know shooting in other formats you have to like really i feel like know your shit when it comes to lighting to get a good shot in super 8 yeah and i feel like it's also very difficult to shoot a low budget movie like this i mean it was shot on a thirty-five thousand dollar budget i mean i would guarantee at least half of that is probably to film oh easily, right like yeah. even even so it's to me super eight always comes out darker than the people intended like that seems to be the the reoccurring i guess gripe from these directors is that it's always too dark yeah right? even like when we had tim uh tim ritter on and we were talking about day of the reaper with him i think i remember him even saying that like you, the, the lighting challenges is like the biggest thing when dealing with super eight but i mean at the same time there's a quality that Super 8 has that's just very endearing to me. That it, it just the way that things look and like, I mean, it has a graininess to it, but it's it's beyond a graininess. It just has this like 
almost dreamlike state that Super yeah. 8 can give give a film that I just fucking love, man. I eat that shit up. If you want your movie to look like a late 70s Fulci film, yeah. all you got to do is shoot in Super 8. Doesn't matter when, what year, what time, it will it will have that look. This was 1991 and it literally looks like it's straight out of 1979. That totally does. You know what I mean? Like yeah, 1980 parts of it that are very very aged. Even even the way that the sets look and all that stuff and it looks very very old. But in a good way. It looks cool. It like adds to the campiness of the movie. When we say this is a musical, we're saying it's a fucking musical. If you listen to last week, I played like the theme to the movie and it's insanely catchy. Dude, that it theme reminds me Yeah, it Ooh. reminds me almost like the killer clowns from outer space theme oh, where it's good. like a super catchy fucking yeah, that's a thing great with comparison. the title in it. The lyrics are crazy. It's very, very much like a Matt Stone and Trey Parker movie. You said that last week also, I believe. You know what I mean? Very much like Book of Mormon. It's yeah, constantly and then, poking and we fun were of talking and you had said that it's 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 like uh you know, Cannibal the Musical. And I think that's an even more appropriate comparison to this than Book of Mormon. And I think I think that's a nail on the head, man. Like this is this is a companion piece for that kind of a film. Same type of humor, right? It's like super over the top, super edgy. A little racist at times. This movie's very racist. I forget. I, I always forget about that. But then, you, then I'm like, oh yeah. fuck, this is problematic. We're we're gonna put a disclaimer there. There's a yeah. lot of language in this movie that is very unacceptable now. Yes. Uh, is it is it coming from like a bad place? I'm saying I'm thinking it's no. more of like a Mel Brooks type thing. You know what I mean? I mean, look at the cast. I don't I don't think if I don't think any of the people that are in this movie would be in the movie if. Uh, if the intentions were bad with yeah, the jokes that are being made, they're jokes. They're it, not meant in a hurtful way. It's very similar to like early trauma. Also the type right. of shit that they were making it, fun it of at the time and things now. that they would do. Yeah. Like watch like the toxic Avenger and all that shit. Yeah, like, totally. It's the same type of, same type of humor. I really, I really am excited to talk about this movie because I put it off for so fucking long and I feel like an asshole now. You were right, man. For once, you're right. For okay? once, that's it. <laughs> Mark the goddamn calendar. <laughs> oh boy, let's let's hit the trailer. Well, no, there is no trailer. Let's uh let's hit some music and yeah, uh, we'll song. we'll come back with some more. This ain't the end of it. I'm coming back, and when I do, I'm gonna kick some holy ass. Where evil dwells Home to naked guys and gals And one thing that should be said All the residents are dead If you visit you will pay And your butt will run away You may think that it seems crude But the corpses are all nude Instead, that nudist colony of the dead. 
open graves. Blood is what these Buddhists crave. They will kill you with a grin. Oh, while their knots are dangling, they will squeeze the light from you in a pool of massive goo. Colony of the Dead. That's a mouthful for a uh, a movie, right? But man, it's what funny. A, it ex- it's a great name, though. It, it immediately makes you wonder, you know, what the hits fuck? the nail on the head. I would say. Oh right? yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gris, why don't you give us the synopsis this week, since it's your uh, it was your brainchild to do it? All right. So the synopsis for this movie is pretty simple. When a nudist colony is shut down by a group of religious fanatics. There's only one option, and that's group suicide. But yeah. unfortunately, that also leads to the resurrection of this group to take revenge on the children of the church people. There you go. Nailed it, man. See? I should have known that you would do a really good job on this one. <laughs> did you have that prepared? That looked like that. you were reading it. Oh, I, 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 re- I prepare everything that I say on the podcast, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Chris actually has an 82-page script that he goes through. <laughs> every right? laugh is, is written out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have, to, I have to okay everything before he says it. He faxes right, it I'm back like to the, me. Yeah, I'm like the, uh, what do they call that? The FCC, <laughs> yeah. right? My proofreader. There you go. <laughs> So this is a pretty unique idea for a movie in a way. Uh, it's in a way, your it's, typical, yeah, it's your typical coming back for revenge. It's a revenge film, technically. Yes. Right? 
almost the same as something like a Native American revenge type movie, right? Like these people get their land taken away. It's and very similar now that you moving, mentioned it. They all, you know, the true believers take their lives and now they haunt the earth. And they're still nude. Yeah, instead their, of uh, uh, natives, they're, they're nudists. Yeah, yeah. I like this. <laughs> and now, and I like how the uh, the camp is what camp cut your guts out. Yeah, I like that. Uh, well, originally it was uh, the nudist colony was uh, what the fuck was it? Uh, like shiny buns or something. Sunny buttocks nudist colony. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. But yeah, the, the name of the camp now is fucking camp cut your guts out. I fucking love that oh, shit. Oh man. But that's like, and like, like you were saying though, this is, and I never even put that together. But like, this is very Mel Brooksy, and yeah, just even like the fucking the name of the camp being Camp Cut Your Guts Out. Like I could see Mel Brooks doing a horror movie and, and having him have a camp that's named something like abs- just absurdly obvious like that. And I think it's fucking yeah. great. And it's funny because they say it like a million times, right? And <laughs> yeah, nobody thinks thing. anything of it, right? <laughs> uh, the camp. Now we learn that anybody that goes to this camp gets killed. And two two other, I guess, trips went and they all were murdered. And like the guy that's like the head of the church is like, no, nah, they were all accidents. Yeah. Like, and like one of the guys in the crowd is like, so you're saying like 48 <laughs> people that were murdered, it was all accidents? Yeah. He's like, he's I like, refuse yeah. to let yeah. this beautiful land in my church be defiled by 48 mishaps that were completely <laughs> on accident. And I'm like, dude, I fucking love this guy. This is great. It's it's a really funny character. Uh, and it's it's cool that he's like, you know, we will find out a little bit more about him later on. But I really like how it's like all about the money, right? He's like, start writing them checks. And everybody immediately starts going crazy. So funny, man. This is such what a, a What great, a way to start this like, movie. This is such a great fuck you to organized religion, which is probably why I love this movie even more than like the average person, you know, watching it would. It's just like it hits all the talking points that I would love to fucking talk about. Like and, and like you're just saying, like it's all about the money and stuff like that. It's like your typical slimeball pat, you know, like you know, preacher from like the south and shit. It, I, yeah, I love characters like that, dude, and it and it's so well played. If you're watching the movie and playing a drinking game, take a shot every time he says fornicate. <laughs> dude, him explaining like he like a good brother love impression. Oh my god, dude, he's he's. A, total brother love thing going on that's great he like even like breaks down like the way like the word fornication like where it comes from and total shit. bullshit it's total, total bullshit bull- he's like saying like words are from like swahili and shit like that. yeah I love deep it. in the crevice <laughs> plunging the crevice was one of the <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah he like the, dude, the words he's using for like sex between like these teenagers is like the most absurd fucking things ever like you're saying like plunging the crevice and all this shit dude it's so funny i love these scenes and like every scene plays like that where like if you are you know actually engaged in the movie and you're listening to the dialogue you're gonna be laughing the whole time because there's a, a a fucking joke every moment of this movie. Yeah, they it's really nonstop, and it's really not like that bad either. It's not to the point where it's obnoxious. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel like it's forced. I feel like the cast does a good job on actually like pulling the gags and 
you know, the acting. What's what is uh the old woman of the nudist colony? So Miss... she's like the main uh, antagonist, I guess you would say, right? Like she, she's yeah. Like would main... you say she's the leader? Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> the lead zombie nudist, Miss Durple, I think, or Drupal. No, yeah, Miss Drupal. Yeah, was, which I think is an appropriate be. name for her. Why don't you? Yeah. Why don't you describe to the people what Mrs. Drupal looks like? So picture a movie with a thirty-five thousand dollar budget <laughs> that uses half the budget for the rest of the movie. So figure, uh, what seventeen and a half thousand dollars, maybe five, maybe five thousand dollars went into the effects, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> So Miss Drupal is a woman who is supposed to be very old, very saggy, and it's done <laughs> with practical effects, saggy. obviously. It looks like they took two stockings and filled them with like potatoes or something it's for her boobs. One hundred percent. Two like stocking, like leg stockings filled with something. Yeah. It Dude, there's a scene where like all these nudists have just been, you know, they had a court ruling and they've like determined that they have to be, you know, banished from this land. They can't have this nudist colony any anymore. Uh, the church wins, so they're all gonna like, you know, drink the Kool Aid and kill themselves. <sighs> Jim Jones, very Jim Jonesy, yeah. And like, you know, this fucking Miss Drupal's giving this big speech about how she's like tired of this shit and she's gonna come back. But the whole time she's like giving the speech, these giant pendulum fucking swinging boobs of hers are like hitting people in the face and like <laughs> swinging over her shoulders and, like and <laughs> they're all yeah they're all getting like super annoyed about it it's the it's it, it's side splittingly fucking funny it's it's really a funny scene because at first they're like trying to be all serious because they're about to like they're like fulfilling a Committing suicide, suicide. Pact, yeah. basically <laughs> And then it just evolves into like, all right, are you done? Like, can we do this now? Yeah, they right? get impatient. Like, all right, let's drink the fucking Kool-Aid already. Let's just do yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> and we get our first song, right, with the uh, opening sequence that's actually a really good animated sequence with the song, right? Like, it, it's a less to a lesser extent similar to the Night of the Demons opening, but not as uh, elaborate, I would say. Right, and like we mentioned before, that it's such a catchy fucking song, dude. Like I listen, I hear that like nudist colony, the dead opening, and I am just like, I'm hooked, man. Even like even uh, our our buddy Ek from Laser Graves, you know, he had never seen this before. Just based off of like what we played last week of that song, he was like, dude, I I watched it immediately. I went to work and like put it on so I could fucking see what this movie was all about. The music is is really 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 good, right? All the songs that they sing in the in the movie are great. Yes. Right? And they got funny lyrics, right? It's all fucking stupid about stupid shit. It's about what's going on in the movie. That's why it's very much like all these uh Matt Stone and Trey Parker uh I guess movies and plays, shit like that. Even South Park. It's very dude. similar. South yeah, Park lots yeah. of times will break into a song about, you know, what's happening in the moment and shit. It's it it's that kind of comedy. I think I think though that comparison is is probably the most accurate one that we can make so people get an understanding of of what to It's like if Trey Parker, Matt Stone and uh uh what the hell is his name? The dude we we mentioned earlier. Um Tim Ritter? 
No. <laughs> yeah, imagine. Uh, the dude from like Young Frankenstein and shit like that. Uh, Mel Brooks. It's like if, if those three heads came together and made a horror movie, like I feel like this would be something very similar that would come out of that concoction. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I really think people uh, going into it might think when we say musical that it's going to be very like corny and not really nothing really too bad going on. There's a lot of shit in this movie also that's gory. Oh, right? There's great still, stuff. You see like a ton of stuff happening. I like when you see all the dead bodies. You see like the guy's spine is completely ripped out of his body. There's like a hole. It's a pretty good effect. Dude, I was going to say like how fucking smart of an effect that is. It was cheap. All they needed was a fake fucking Halloween spine. And like they just cut like a shirt so that you could see a little bit of the spine coming out with a bunch of blood and just laid it on a guy's back. But it was so fucking effective. And I'm like, dude, that I don't know. Like, I, I, I've never seen much of that done before in other like, you know, cheap horror movies. I'm like, that is super fucking cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Soul of the Demon, man. Yes. You that's another great. Ex- yeah. Another great example of uh, dude. Spine is such a great effect and it gives you the willies. It, it, it sends shivers up your back because of the whole fucking spine thing. Yep. Needs to be Listen, done more often. I want all our listeners to go out there and you know somebody with a copy of Soul of the Demon. Offer them like fucking 400 bucks for that motherfucker. <laughs> Maybe five. Maybe they're trying to get a new lawnmower. You never yeah. know. But Oh my uh, god. <laughs> uh, I really do feel like the whole spine gag isn't done enough in these movies. Agreed. And I really think that it, it it is like so effective, better than a decapitation or anything like that because it's kind of hard to make it look right. But if you make it look right, it doesn't have to be over the top. It, it's really like a super super effective that's what i'm saying it wasn't it didn't it didn't have to it was just a dude laying on the ground with a fucking fake spine laying on his back broad daylight broad daylight it looked fucking awesome i'm sold on it like there's there's like okay one of my absolute favorite things about this movie is after people have been dismembered for some reason their severed limbs are still animated for some period of time <laughs> after this happens. Yeah. It happens oh. in a couple different ways. Like this one dude gets like severed in half by like a wire and his fucking legs keep running. And like even if he falls over, his like feet are still kicking like he's running and shit. It's so fucking stupid. Oh, and the fucking heads that talk. The head. Dude. Very, very slime city, that head. Yes, very much so. But how fucking funny is like the interactions that they have with this severed head who's like talking back to them. It. Yeah. <laughs> he asked for a drink and he's like, Coke, I'm trying to watch my calories. Do you have anything else? Yeah. yeah anything sugar free? Yeah. Like, That's all you get. <laughs> and he pours the Coke in his mouth and you see it like empty out the bottom of the neck and he drops the head. Yeah, he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> he's like, because it's getting on yeah. his pants, dude. It's like, oh, it's okay. I'm sure he's dead now. There's dude, <laughs> like, gags like that are 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 what makes this movie so special. And it's like, I mean, some of the musicals, uh, some of like you know the song parts can the songs are great. They go a little long sometimes. They play the whole song. Yes, you're listening to the whole track, baby. And it's it's it gets a little repetitive sometimes. I feel like the songs could have been a little shorter. That's the only critique I would have had. But it's followed up with these like great like bits of story. 
that are just fucking hilarious in between them. And, and like the whole severed head thing we just talked about is, is probably the, the, the pinnacle of, of what this movie has to offer. <laughs> and one thing I have to say too, when the nudists actually rise from the dead, looks pretty good. Right, them coming out of the ground. We just talked about that last week about you know as yeah. the, the zombies coming out of the ground, and I think this is up there with one of the coolest ones, man. Yeah, reminds me of children shouldn't play with dead things too. Oh yeah, the way that, that the cemetery looks so. and everything, very cool. I, I like the it. one guy smoking a cigarette as he's like rising up. He's already fucking smoking a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it so would be funny. your zombie, dude, when you fucking come oh, back. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh boy. Oh. <laughs> Please, you know that the uh, the Freddy Krueger thing. You shouldn't have buried me. I'm, yeah, I'm not dead. It's like, no, please leave me. <laughs> so one of my favorite characters in this movie, and 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 easily probably one of the most problematic. His name is Juan Two, spelled J U A N dash T U. So his backstory is that he's part Mexican, part Japanese, but. Holy fuck, do they, they, man, they really racist this whole fucking thing up quite a bit. But he's a lovable character, dude. He is absolutely lovable. Remember in South Park, anytime they have Japanese people, that's what he sounds <laughs> like in this movie. Dude, <laughs> yes. I mean, it, it, it so much so that they make like similar fucking jokes about things that he's yeah. saying that are misunderstood. It's... And they like, and it's 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 crazy because like you know, like I said, he's half Mexican, half Japanese. So they like have these like racist moments that are playing on like both of this guy's supposed yeah. nationalities. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. They were asking like, does anybody know how to hotwire the van? It's like, what about you, Juan? Like, yeah, yeah. You're, you're half Mexican, and he's like, I'm half Japanese. Too. Like, I see me, I'm not able to fucking bomb harbors, and I was like, oh my god, yeah. that's like the fucking most ridiculous <laughs> joke ever. They fucking dude, like. I was just saying, like, obviously the jokes are coming from like a lighthearted place, from like who's saying them, who's in the scenes and shit. So like, it, I'm able to laugh at it and and take it lightheartedly. But they're fucking hilarious, dude. I this I can't is get this is not a kids movie by any means. Oh, 100%. this is not a kids movie. And you'll see right from the beginning, the opening court sequence, like half the people are literally sitting there naked, like. It's part of the movie. Oh, even tits the zombies. Out. Yeah, like, like I mean, yeah. obviously old, you know, Drubal Seggy boobies, but also some very nice young boobies as well that, <laughs> you know, I'm sure anybody would want to look at. Yeah, you're not going to see any twigs and berries in this, though. Yeah, unfortunately. yeah, yeah. You know, I was surprised. I didn't like that. I don't like that. Nobody you hung have to dog. be equal opportunity. Maybe there's laws against that. I don't know. Different time. I don't know. That's true, but I feel like, oh, man, I feel like they could have at least. We've seen a movie or two that they were hanging dong, man. You We've can show a few tits, of those but on you this. can't see a dong. I mean, I'm, I'm with you. What's up with that? Show the dong. <laughs> <laughs> not even budgies, no, but, dude. Yeah, this is this is not a kids movie though, and the comedy, the language, everything, like definitely not something I would show somebody that's young. When when did you first see this? Like maybe right. two years ago, dude. Okay, so rather recently. Yeah, yeah. It blew my good. mind. Blew me away. Yeah. You think you would have liked this if you would have saw it younger or not really? Yeah, I think I would have, dude, if I would have, because I was big into like those kind of like, you know, comedies like, you know, South Park and stuff like that. And dude, like the dick and fart jokes, I would have fucking fell in love with this so fast if I saw this in my teenage years. To be honest, I don't know if I would have. I don't know. 
I can understand I that, was totally. Like, from, like, from what you've told me about things you were into, I, I think it would have been, like, this is stupid kind of a thing for you. Yeah, I was I was more into, like, the, like, hardcore slashers and all that right. shit. And, like, trying to find, like, the craziest shit you can find on, at that time, really, it would have been DVD by then. People stopped putting things out on VHS. But, True. like, you know, you were trying to find the craziest shit on the internet, really, and all that sort of stuff. And I feel like this movie.com and that kind of stuff. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, like, well, like, dude, I'm wa- you're watching like fucking these like Tempe video movies and all that shit where like it's low budget. It's like super odd. Yeah. You know, any whenever you're watching a shot on video or super eight, even 16 millimeter to a point like it has a different quality where it makes everything look just a little bit more weird, you know, because it's not as polished. So it has that grit to it. Especially like when you first age, get into was... it, because like you've been so used to seeing a polished thirty-five millimeter cut of films, so this yeah. is very foreign when you first start finding these kind of movies. Well, like at that age, I probably would have been watching. I was watching like Tim Ritter movies, and The Dead Next Door was one of my favorite yeah. movies. You know what I mean? Things like that. I mean, I probably would have watched this, but I don't think I would have liked it as much as now. You know, I feel like my taste really opened up. You can kind like, of appreciate the what they're trying to do. A little bit more yeah 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 i feel like my my bullshit uh barometer has like <laughs> you know been reinvigorated I like so that. like now i could just i could just relax and just accept what's being given to me you on can, the screen uh, and in this case it's a raunchy musical filled with uh nude dead people killing a cast of teens that are quite annoying actually can we talk about that Yes, I think that's a good point. Very annoying, you, some of these people. You are not rooting for any of these teens. You, you are know, rooting for them to get killed the whole movie. There's the only one that I actually kind of, I don't know why I like this dude, but I kind of liked him, was like the dude in the green shirt with like the, the curly mullet, who's like kind of like the main male guy in the this Hall movie. Oats, the Hall and Oates looking guy? Yeah, like, I don't know what I don't know what about this fucking dude, but I'm like, I can I could party with this guy. I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm okay with him. He's okay. If I had to pick one, mine would be Juan too. He was the only one. I agree. That... Juan too would be a fucking party, dude. I would get down with yeah. him so hard. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, okay. There's the other dude who was like, there, this dude's quirk is actually pretty funny. There's like the hardcore Bible thumping kid who anytime anything would happen would have a Bible verse that he would quote. But like the funny thing about the Bible verses was like fun, like sometimes like they would be like you know a jumble of a Bible verse that would be kind of silly in itself, but every single one of them was followed up with like you know oh John three sixteen Rocky four something like yeah, that where it would be like stupid. a movie fucking title. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. Oh man, I, I'm so glad I, when that guy died. What do you think of his death, dude? That character was so fucking obnoxious in the movie. Like, they did such a good job at making you just fucking hate, hate this guy. Right? And, like, when he's... I I thought it was really funny when he's in the tent with Wan Tu, and they're trying to sleep... Well, Wan Tu's trying to sleep, and he's, <laughs> like, going through the Bible verses and being like, yeah! He's, like, screaming... <laughs> And, like, they're getting into a fight, and, like, he's just fucking, like, every single thing that Juan has to say, he's got, like, a Bible, Bible verse, verse for it. He's having a nervous breakdown until he finally takes it and fucking throws it, right? 
And his his other little like quirk is as soon as you do something to him, he's like, I hope you burn in hell. I hope I hope you get fucking oh, killed yeah. by like and fucking. Instantly bees. regretful of saying it. He's like, Oh I'm I, sorry, I'm sorry. I said something bad about God's beautiful creature. <laughs> <laughs> And this dude's death is the best because he gets the Bible that he's carried with him the whole time shoved down his throat sideways by one of the zombies. And dude, the prosthetic is so silly because like all you see is this like giant Bible neck like coming out of each side of the dude's neck. It's so fucking great. This this movie is a hundred percent like a trauma film. Yeah. I, now that you say that, I it, it has that. That all elements right, do right. it a lot. All right. 25% trauma, 25% Mel Brooks, 25% uh, Matt Stone, Trey Parker, and 25% Legitimate Greece. horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And 25% children shouldn't play with dead things. Yes. There. Perfect. There's our 100% of nudist colony of the dead. You and, take those four things, put them in a glass, this is what you get. And and do we get a young Craig Robinson as the security guard in this movie? Who the hell's Craig Robinson? The dude from, you know, you like the, the, oh, dude, Craig Robinson, the dude who's like, you know, the, you, he's he was in uh, Pineapple Express, and he's like, uh, the, the one, the dude, he's like, I seen Wait, it. Is that really, is it really him? It's not him. It's the him, uh, but. You got the security guard in this movie, like, legitimately says, I seen it, like, two or three times, and it sounds exactly like a Craig Robinson is known for saying it. So I was like, that Dude, motherfucker come- stole this from this guy, for sure. Dude, this motherfucker has, like, a crush groove, fat boys moment, where they start breaking into songs. It's total right? fat boys. Like- <laughs> That's a perfect like, super uh, cheesy, like, 80s fucking rap. Right, the grandma's doing the dance too. Like, oh my god. Oh. <laughs> oh man. And he ends up leaving, right? He's like, I saw what happens when you people come here. I'm out of here. Fuck this. He leaves, right? but then he, he saves he the fucking day at the end. Well, he's only able to save the one girl, right? Well, he That's saves it. the day of one yeah, one girl. Only one girl survives. And she's like, he comes okay. So the dude leaves, obviously. He comes back to save this one girl in a fucking helicopter. Of course. And she's like, what took so long? And he's like, pitch, it takes a while to get a helicopter permit. And I was like, yeah. that's the fucking best <laughs> shit ever, dude. I love this movie so fucking It's much. so funny because it's like the movie starts, ext- like after that court battle and after they go like to the church and like the kids are on their way to the camp, the zombies come back immediately, right? There's no, there's like literally zero time in between. And then the movie ends kind of abruptly also. Yeah. Right? You could tell, like I mean, tell it's not like they didn't. Ha- I feel like it was like made without a plan. Like Mark had an idea of what he wanted to do with this. But he was like, all right, let's just fucking make this movie as fast as we can. Yeah. Well, I think even in the credits or like the, I think the opening credits, it says like written, rewritten, rewritten. <laughs> like it, it actually says it there. So that's pretty funny. Uh, you know, you're always going to have little things in the movie. I think overall, it still flows pretty good, right? Like, it's it's not... I don't feel like you're really missing anything. They kind of explain everything, too. Except right? for those Nothing fucking hillbilly undone. characters that are with the church kids. I don't understand who the fuck they're supposed to be, but, like, I guess just comic relief more for everybody. Yeah. So, like, they have uh, two people. Like, one guy's supposed to be, like, this, like, 
inbred hillbilly and the other guy's supposed to be like slow but they're basically <laughs> like lovers also yeah, right? yeah i totally got that vibe too <laughs> and they keep like they're playing strip poker and they keep saying things like "Ooh, i saw you scrotum four times today <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like what and it's out of nowhere right like in when you see them in the van you don't even think that they like know each other really right or like I, I I'm so at a loss of like why are they chaperoning like are they yeah, like part a, of the church? They group? call the kids the kids call them Mister whatever. They're, it's like, very hey, Mister whatever. Very odd. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, those characters are quite uh, the pair, I guess you could. Say. <laughs> and dude, for how weird they are, I was so bummed out by their death. That's the one death I was disappointed in. Because they get like ran over by a steamroller, which is pretty, which could be pretty funny in itself. But like, it's just so anticlimactic because like you just see their faces like in the dirt, like they're obviously like buried underground and their faces are being pushed up through the dirt. It just doesn't read very well. And I just, I just wanted more for their death. There's such silly characters that like do all this outrageous shit throughout the movie that I'm like, oh, their death is going to be really great. And then I'm like, oh, all right. You don't really see them do anything in the movie. It's always like implied. So even their death is like kind of implied. You know? Yeah, I see what you're. It's very fitting for the hillbillies. And even like the old lady, you don't really see like her head gets smashed against the bathroom, but it's not like fucking the prowler or like Friday the Thirteenth no, or no anything. Blood in that scene yeah, there's anything. no blood. You could tell they're being very gentle with her when they're doing her, it, dude. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> And then there's like the other woman that's the chaperone. Like, it's really nothing too crazy. So what's cool about these two ladies that you do you do mention, and it's a hilarious scene, is that both of these older chaperone ladies end up getting killed on their own. But then like these zombies tie their severed heads together yes. and throw the severed heads that are tied together into the pool. And yeah, that was good. And that fucking, was good. I gotta say, and Wad too has like a branch from a tree and like is leaning over the side of the pool trying to like fish the fucking heads out with the stick it's so funny you know what the severed heads look pretty good they did look good i look even though even the ones that talked looked great good effects good effects you know for a thirty-five thousand dollar budget shooting on film well super eight they really did do a good job i feel like the money was stretched uh, in a good way, right? I feel like nothing is really lacking in this movie. Is there anything you could you could think of that you would have added? One thing I could say is if there was more like blood yeah. in this movie, that would have really put it over the top. But I feel like we would be talking about it like we talk about like darkness and shit like that. You know what I mean? Where it's a must have, a must see. I think if you... If you shorten up some of the the songs, you know, you get the point across that they're funny songs and that they're good in a lot less time. You don't need to have like a fucking four minute song repeating the yeah. same shit over and over. <laughs> um, so I think if you do that and then you 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 take you, you you're obviously pretty good at effects and you just take that to the next level. Like you're saying, do more gags, add a little bit more blood Um Still keep the humor in it, but just amp up the grossness of things. I think this becomes like that alive level of like really great yeah. film that's campy, that's hilarious, that's gory. 
it it has that potential. It doesn't have that budget, I think. Yeah, I mean, you're you're never gonna get a good rating, like like an R rating or whatever. Like it's gonna be, you know, you're not gonna have this in your local theater. There's too much like nudity and all that stuff already. So why not just go completely over the top with it? Yeah, why you hold know, back? It's That's possible to do. It's possible to do. We've seen it with way less budget. Like just you know, a little a little more blood, a little squirting, more uh, more hurting. You know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's it really would put the movie on like another level to me. I, I find it enjoyable, but I feel like that would make it even even more. I agree, and I would probably 100%. recommend it to way more people. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you got to see this. This is, this is fucking crazy. Because that's one thing that you could get a lot of crossover, like crossover fans where the person that's watching like all these, you know, oh, I watch, you know, all these crazy Japanese torture porn movies. If you tell them like, oh, this movie, it's like a musical, but it's bloody as hell. Like, it's crazy. They'll watch it anyway. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's like, I feel like you get a lot of people from different subgenres, you know, if you got blood in the movie and it's like over the top, somebody's going to watch it no matter what, you know? This is also great if like, you know, you're, you really want to, you know, get your mom to watch a horror movie, but she only watches musicals. You'd be like, look, yeah. I have a musical, mom. Let's let's fucking bond and have this moment together and, and enjoy this. And you get to see boobs. We will we will remind everybody uh the week before Thanksgiving to make a copy of this and yes. bring it bring to it your home. family's house and watch it with everybody, right? Yes. Make bring sure the, the young kids ones are around. around. Yeah. Oh no, no. Make sure the kids are locked in the basement, right? Where they should be. Yeah, yeah. Just where they should be. <laughs> So, Grizz, uh, is there anything else that no, you would I, like to say about this movie or you want to give your final thoughts? Man, I think we we have really I think we've done this one justice. This has been uh, this has been a lot of fun talking about this one. It, equally as so as it's it's a great, great time watching it. Uh, man, it's it's on Amazon for for three ninety nine. It's a lot of fun. I think if, if you know, you and your significant other are, are fucking bored at home. I think you and somebody else watching this movie together makes this a lot more fun. If you can experience oh, this film with somebody else for the first time, you guys are going to you're going to be talking about it like me and Mike just talked about it for hours yeah. afterwards. It, it, there's so much to touch on. We haven't really even like scratched the surface on the funny moments and the gags that you're going to get out of this movie. Yeah, I could only imagine what this would be like watching like with a fucking whole group of people. Oh, dude, like a couple drinks, you know, maybe a doobie yeah, or two. Wild. You're having a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Legal. I can say that in now New that York it's legal now. in New York. I can smoke all the weed I want, bitches. <laughs> Chris is getting fired the, the day this comes out. I think he's going to have the pink slip in his locker. Uh, I agree with you. I think this is a great movie to watch with a whole bunch of people. I think it's a great um, horror musical which is really weird to, to say. say. Yeah. I can't think of, of many others. I really can't. It's not Joe's really apartment. A, is that a horror musical? I mean, it's not, not really, really a horror, horror more comedy, but yeah. great. I mean, even movie. like Rocky horror picture show, like that's not really a horror movie though. Yeah, I true. mean, depending how like, you know, I guess somebody would probably are. be pissed if we didn't mention <laughs> that movie. So I'm glad that you fucking said it, dude. Yeah. Similar <laughs> idea. Weird, weird <laughs> musical, right? Borderline horror. True. Right. That's I I enjoy. I'm a fan. I think that's I think everybody should see the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I have Actually, to see it I once think, a year. So, dude, watch 
that with this. That would be a good double feature. You know what? That's what I'm going to make my girlfriend do this year. She makes me watch fucking Rocky Horror. She's going to watch Nudist Colony. Yeah. Watch Nudist Colony first, then watch Rocky Horror after it. Perfect. There you go. You're all set. Be Perfect. Ready to fall asleep by Rocky. Get the fuck out of here. That's a classic. That's I a can't classic. watch two movies in one night. I'm an old man, dude. Dude, you're going to have to fucking put some pep in your step. Get dancing, right? Interactive. Interactive. Get tater tots on with it, right? Dress, dress them up, right? You put, can them like riff raff. put them in the riffraff outfit. Yeah, yeah, there you go. All right, let's head over to the uh, video Dropbox. Okay, Grizz, we are going to a franchise that we have never done before on here. Something that I believe we both love dearly. We've been yeah. watching this series since we were kids, and I think it deserves to finally be done on this podcast. Grizz, why don't you tell them the movie that we're going to be watching next week? Once and for all, we are finally covering the 1990s giant fucking worm movie, Tremors. I'm fucking excited. Some Kevin Bacon, some Fred Ward, right? I enjoy this whole franchise. Some Michael Raboids fucking are gross cool. as Burt Gummer, motherfucker. Burt's the man. Dude, the, the only one that I think that's been in every one of the movies, right? Yeah, I, think I think he's been true. in every single sequel. Guy's a trooper. He's, a, he's down for life. Unfortunate last name. I think of something different when I hear Gummer. <laughs> Chris is banned from all senior centers in his area. Uh, he's not orders. allowed to... Yeah, he got caught for soliciting in the parking lot. Uh, let's hit the trailer. We'll talk a little bit more about this. Perfection. A scorched outpost in the middle of nowhere. You know how close I am to leaving this place right now? How close? Maybe that's why Val and Earl decided to leave town. Hey, hold up. That's Edgar Deans. They just picked the wrong day to do it. Jeez. You guys better get the hell out of here. There's a killer on the loose. Could be doing it. Is that a snake? I give you boys $5 for this. 20. That's how they get you. They're under the ground. What the hell are those things? How could they eat a whole station wagon? But where do they come from? I vote for outer space. No way these are local boys. You see, they're headed right for us. No Richter scale can measure it. They're coming! No scientist can explain it. Bert, they're under the ground! You didn't get penetration even with the alpha gun! Run, run! And no one knows what to call it. Mega worms or suckers or 
or Sukhoi's. Now, this valley is just one long smorgasbord. Now, it's up to Val and Earl to save the world. That's one big mother. Who died and made you Einstein? And they know just what to do. Flip for it. Damn. Kevin Bacon. Fred Ward. Tremors. Okay, Tremors, is it a horror movie? Is it a sci-fi film? Is it an action film? Is a is it a little bit of, it's of all of them? It, is it a nature movie? It's a comedy, it's a love story. It's dude, Tremors has it all. I like on the uh, the poster for it, it's got the giant Kevin Bacon on the top. <laughs> Even though when when you without me looking at it, I just pictured like a giant fucking Kevin Bacon dude. like on the poster as like the monster. That'd be it's way just, better. It just says it looks like the name of the movie is Kevin Bacon. It really does though. Starring, like if you look at the starring poster. Tremors. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Starring Tremors. I, I have always loved this movie. I can put this movie on repeat and it will not bother me one bit. For oh, some yeah. reason, I just can't get sick of this movie. And the sequels again, are just as, well, not all of them, but the second one is just at as At least good the as second the one. one. Yeah, the second yeah. one is fucking fire also. Raboids, baby. And then they turn into ass blasters. <laughs> <laughs> what a That's great off the top name. of my head. There you go. Dude, I love this shit, man. The second, one's, the second one will eventually do also. Because I one one scene from the second movie that I'd like to mention is when Bert like meets up with everybody and he's like, "That's all you asked for." Like the Mexican government said, "You can have anything you want," and that's all you asked for. It's <laughs> yeah, like got some like, a whole, like, like real like, logic in an illogical situation. I love that. Yeah, he's he's got this huge fucking like army like dually fucking <laughs> filled to the brim with explosives <laughs> and guns, and they just have like a couple rifles and like RC cars and shit. It's so funny. But the first movie where it all started, right? Going, what's Paradise? Is that what it's called? The last one they just did was Tremors Shrieker Island, right? In 2020, I believe the name of it was. Oh, I don't know. I'm saying the town that they live in. I think it's called Paradise. Oh, I thought you meant like they're like the new one's called Tremors Paradise. And I'm like, that'd be a great name, too. That that would be a great name. <laughs> I, I don't think I've seen the most recent one. I saw the one before that, though. A cold day uh, in hell. Yeah, that one was pretty good though. I liked it. I mean, what what could you do, right? Oh, perfection. Then it's perfection. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's so many. Uh, Holy fuck, dude. Hey, you know what? If people will watch them, why not fucking do it? What what um, state is this supposed to be? I always thought New it was Mexico? like Arizona or New Mexico Arizona? or something, right? We're gonna have to find out if this is uh, Laser Graves country. But it could right. also, you know, just be like, oh, it's California somewhere. Blah, blah, could blah. Could be Texas. You never know. Someplace we, uh, with their sand. We, That's all I know. Yeah. We'll figure it out. And rocks. <laughs> yeah, Trailer parts. Sand and rocks. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do some research on that one. I'm really excited because I think there's a ton of information about this movie out there. Oh, yeah. Right? I think there's a, there's a ton of info. I'm excited to really dig in for this one. I really have never looked too deep into it so i've always enjoyed it experience i've never really looked into it either should be good yeah i hope we find i hope we don't find anything too terrible out bum, bum, <laughs> Heartbreaking. Bum. yeah no i don't think so i think we would have known by now so grizz where could they find you on the internet as always you can find me on instagram at kane underscore enabler 
And you can find me at Bad Taste Video, and you can find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com. We have a Patreon if you'd like to subscribe and help us out with our hosting costs. I've been uploading some things that I would probably get in trouble for if I told you right now. But we're not going but to. sign up if you'd like to see. <laughs> so, uh, anything else, man? Anything you want to... WrestleMania week away, we won't be watching. Sorry, guys. Nope. Is it? Aren't there like actually going to be people allowed yep. this year? Yep. Yep. Crazy. Will Ospreay, uh, New Japan fucking champion now. Meh. All right. So uh, we'll that. see you next week <laughs> with Tremors.